Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. So glad you're here for this midweek break as we answer your listener questions. Scott and Ricky join me today, and we have a good time answering some questions about whether a family should forego their annual Walt Disney World vacation to go out to Disneyland for the very first time. We give a resounding yes, and we give our reasons why. Just change things up, and Disneyland's a pretty magical place. We also get a great question from a family now from Ireland who are going to head to Walt Disney World for an awesome two-week trip over to Pop Century. They're looking for a counter-service breakfast. They've narrowed it down to three choices. Topolino's Terrace, Cape May Cafe, or Garden Grill. See which one we pick out of those. Also, her husband is a firefighter, and they, he wants to visit a fire station, so we give some thoughts on that. Ricky also gives thoughts on Jollywood Nights. She was there for the first night of this event. A very fair review. So that's coming your way along with many other questions. So here we go. Today's Lister Question Show headed right your way. As always, our show is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip for no additional cost to you. Just swing by the website today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. It's over at BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. Click through. supports everything we do throughout the year. Again, BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And we'd love to have you as a supporter of our show on Patreon. Thanks to everybody who does support us. You guys are superstars who make this show possible. And if you support us starting at just $5 a month, you'll get our bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. So coming over this week, we'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,389 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Robin for BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week and so glad you are here with us here as we answer your list of questions. We've made it to midweek and guess what? This time next week... Man, that turkey will almost be in the oven here in the States, and the football teams will be on the planes getting ready. Oh, man, it is the best, absolute best time of the year. Just got to get through one more week, so hang in there. We're halfway through this week, and uh, things are looking good. So today, of course, answering your list of questions, and we have a fun crew here to do just that. So joining us from the mouseforless.com, where she did a quick trip. And I'm not talking about the gas station down the road here in Weldon Spring, Missouri, down to Walt Disney World. We have Ricky from themouseforless.com. What's up, Ricky? Welcome back. Hey. Yeah. Uh, first of all, you just gave me hives thinking about the fact that next week is Thanksgiving. So thanks oh, for that. I love Thanksgiving. I love um, Thanksgiving. Bring on the stuffing. Yeah. But I have to travel with an infant on a plane, so you just gave me hives. So uh, uh, <laughs> you you did that to yourself. So By the bring way, it. Infant and a dog, so both are going on the plane. So a dog we'll, can we'll, go to a kennel. Oh, that reminds me, I need to go pick up my dog's medicine. Um. Anyway, so um, yeah. No, I just got hives, but uh, yeah. No, definitely a quick little trip. Uh, had a good time, and uh, you know, I'm sure we'll discuss some things 
here shortly. So <laughs> we will. We're going to do that right before we answer the first question. So also joining us because Pam Forrester's still partying out down at Walt Disney World. I don't know if she's still partying like jazz hand style at the studios, but she's still down in Central Florida. So we have Scotty G join us from up in Michigan. Scott, what's going on? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Mike. Happy Wednesday, Ricky. And I'm just saying infant and a dog on a plane i need to hear a trip report on i this. agree like, i don't i don't care if it's i don't think it's disney related you're probably going back to missouri or something I am, yes. but still we can tie that to wald in some way but i have to hear the infant and a dog trip report because that just that's a lethal combination when it comes to travel you, you throw you throw a snake on that plane and you got a blockbuster movie right if there. sam jackson yeah. is first class on that plane you better watch out I'm just saying. i mean it's southwest so he probably won't be because there's no first class but if sam jackson is on my plane I'm definitely in trouble. So <laughs> I'm driving. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm driving. I'm just be like, you know what? Never mind. I'm just yeah. gonna get off now. Thank you. Yeah. So what's going on up in Michigan, Scotty G? It's uh, it's up dark. In Big Ten that's country. What, that's it's what's dark. Happening. It's just it's dark so early as it is anywhere else in the country. Um, you just you never know what time it is. It's just I don't like. I mean, I like this time of year because I love the holidays, you know, and. You know, you're you're wrapping up year end goals. You're thinking about the big picture of, oh, yeah, 2024 is going to be my year. I'm going to you're like goal prepping and all this stuff. But I just don't like how dark it gets. I mean, it's just so early where it gets dark. And it just I feel like I have a seasonal depression. So it kind of bums me out a little bit, little bit. I still try to be high spirited and just move on with it. I see people on Twitter that 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 are so jolly about it getting dark early and like the cold weather. Like there's a few people that get excited about this and like applaud this yeah. time of year on Twitter. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah. I seriously just want to pick a fight with these people. And if it's right. you, I'm sorry. But I mean, come on now. What's going <laughs> yeah. on? Like, I know people like that, too. For sure. But <laughs> no, it was weird. Last week, are you I a was vampire? Yeah. So last week I was in Nashville. So I was in Central Time and it got dark around like the same time it would get dark here. So it was like an hour, but an hour earlier. So like, we're like almost parallel or equal, like where we are, like on the east to west, yep. lat yep. latitude, longitude. I don't know. I'm so far removed from school, but, <laughs> but we're pretty like even with, with Nashville. So it was crazy. It'd be like four 30 and that's, it's getting dark. I couldn't here. believe it. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Anyway. So real quick, uh, Richard has some breaking news for everybody that there is now a raising canes that is open, uh, near, uh, Walt Disney world, which, uh, if we, I think we passed on the news a couple months ago. We have a Portillo's that is now also open near Walt Disney world. Two Skyline of my Brian and I went to well. Portillo. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, yes. Skyline chili. Yeah. Brian and I went to Portillo's actually our last trip. So um, yeah, we, we, we ate there and it was delightful. I got I was, a fish sandwich, oh, which man. I know is not like a thing that you get at Portillo's, but I wasn't feeling great. So I was like, fish sandwich sounds good to me. So yeah, Portillo's is solid. I get that every time I go up near Chicago or anywhere up in there to see my daughter's basketball squad. Oh man, Portillo's great. You know, get the Chicago dog or whatever you get. Great chili, great cheese fries. Raising Cane's is solid. I have it across the street. I call it Chick-fil-A, but on Sundays, because you can't go to Chick-fil-A on Sundays because it's closed. It's always jammed on that day if you need chicken. Um, but it's really good. So, Scott, have you been to Raising Cane's? you a fan? You ever been yeah, there? Yeah, so we have one. We, we recently got one in East Lansing, and it's not my favorite. Like, I was so psyched for Raising Cane's. I was like, oh, sweet. Like, we're going to get, like, a nice, like, chicken tender and all this. And the menu is just – it's funny. The menu is straight up just – chicken tenders right. and in a, a sandwich tender. it's a chicken tender on a bun yeah exactly basically <laughs> so they have like they have coleslaw fries chicken tenders and toast yeah and then it's not you much. Make different combinations of it or whatever it's just it's kind of funny to me um no, it just wasn't my favorite 
you're gonna laugh at me, but I still think Culver's has the best chicken tender. Um, a buffalo really? chicken tender at Culver's. I, I know I'm a, you know, Culver's is huge here in Michigan, Wisconsin, Illinois, like in the Midwest here. But uh, yeah, I just love that Culver's buffalo chicken tender. It's it, it's the winner for me. It's not a bad Reason call. Good, I still like it though. And you can get some frozen custard right there on the way out. Not bad. And it just has some Zaxby's. I'm not trying to turn this. Into I know, dude. Chicken. You were killing me. With I, the Zaxby's. Nashville, man, yeah. I had some Zaxby's because I can't get it here. Yeah, know? my boy's down in Nashville. I've never even been to Nashville. My daughter's dying to take us to, to go down. You know, and uh, we were going to go down to see Vandy play Na- play uh, Mizzou, but it was of course homecoming at the high school, so we couldn't do that. She's a cheerleader, so I'm like, oh, my boy's down at Zaxby's, killing me. Anyway. Let's get to the questions. Matthew's got a question right off the bat. we got to jump in here. Should we skip our annual Walt Disney World trip in favor of visiting Disneyland? Yes, for the first time. I'm not even going to finish the question. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I here's the deal. And we can give some reasons. Yes or no. I'm saying yes before I even finish the question. Because I put this off for 15 years. And I kept saying, ah, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it eventually. I'll do it eventually. When I finally did it, man, Scott was there. I was doing backflips for a week. I couldn't get enough of Disneyland. I almost cried when I left Disneyland. And then I went back the second time for this press event a couple of days in last uh, March, the beginning of March. And I'm going back in January to run this race. I am counting down the day. I just, I mean, honestly, I just want to survive Dopey Challenge to get back to Disneyland again. Like, I love Disneyland, and it's the novelty of it, because I've been to Walt Disney World so many times. Like, Disneyland is still new, and I there's a lot of stuff I haven't done out there. But it's just so quaint. It's so easy. It's just, oh, I love everything about it. So, yes, 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 I say yes. Scott, what about, I mean, would you do that? I would, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be yes for me. My... <sighs> Just to bring some more conversation to it, my question for for Matthew would be then, is he an annual pass holder to the Walt Disney World? Because if you are, then that might be tricky, right? Because that's what you kept running into, right? Mike is like, well, I already got my tickets for for Walt Disney World, you know? So, like, now I got to go buy extra tickets and, like, all this airfare and all that to go to 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 Disneyland. But the answer is really yes. Like, I just just love Disneyland. I've talked about it enough on the show. so many unique experiences. It's where Walt was. I love the Southern California culture. That's kind of my scene. Here I am wearing a San Diego shirt, so you know I'm <laughs> going to go Disneyland. Um, but yeah, like that—that's that, just going to be the answer. If you've never been there before, your family will love it. That's where you got to go. I think Ricky, we're going to make it three out of three, right? Yeah, I mean, you definitely should go to Disneyland um, and experience that. If especially if you haven't, it's just amazing experience. Um, and I mean, you know. Sometimes, yeah, it is hard to pull the trigger, especially when you go to Walt Disney World every year. Uh, but I can guarantee that you won't regret doing it. It'll it'll be familiar, um, but different, and that will make it exciting. And I think you're gonna have a great time. I promise. Like, it's just it's such a great experience to do Disneyland. So absolutely go. Do go, go Who knows? Do your annual Walt Disney World trip might become an annual Disneyland. This is true. Trip. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have definitely. to say, I'm I'm seeing that with some of my guests at the Magic for Less. Like they're like, I've never been there before. I, I'm going to start going there more. You know, and the thing is, you know, Disneyland is touted as the locals' park, but I think that over the next, I just think this is going to happen. Is people discover Disneyland like myself? I'm looking at myself, but I'm also looking at a lot of the guests at the Magic for Less, and I'm not saying that we're influencers or anything like that, but. I think a lot of people kind of heard like my excitement, you know, that I went out there and they're like, oh my gosh, like Mike went, you know, stayed, it, it never went to Disneyland. And then he went out there and he's like nuts. And like, maybe I should give that a shot. You know, maybe there's something out there. People did go out there. 
And like, you know what? It is easy. Like, I mean, because, you know, there's there's no denying it. Like, you can be from the back of one park to the back of the other park in 15 minutes. You know, walk. You don't have to take a boat. You know, the boats are fun. Don't get me wrong. They're part of the whole experience at Walt Disney World. It's just something different. It's not better or worse. It's different. The climate's different. But man, is it fun. Not, and not easy. that this should be a major factor, but I think the loss of Magical Express plays a role in that too, because that was a nice mm-hmm. thing going to Walt Disney World. If you're staying on site, you already had that built-in transportation from the airport to get you to the resort. And now, like, because you didn't have that at Disneyland, really, but now, like, it's kind of equal playing fields. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're going to have to get, like, some Uber, kind of car rental yeah. or a ride share. Yeah. So your transportation is going to be the same at both coasts. You're not going to have that extra benefit of the built-in transportation. So that kind of plays a factor, too. What really got me was when, you know, COVID kind of hit and my family, we had all, all three or all four of us, you know, until Paige moved out, we all had annual passes, all four of us until COVID. And then once COVID hit, I'm the only one that renewed my annual pass just because of circumstances, you know, Mallory wasn't be able to go as much because of high school sports commitments, you know, Paige was gone. She was in Chicago, Mizzou, whatever. So I was the only one then, you know, like you said, I only had only one of us had tickets to Walt Disney World that had a commitment. So then it was, you know, opened up the opportunity. You know, it wasn't like the old days, like all four of us already have tickets. So that was, you know, with sometimes circumstances give opportunities. Ricky, let me jump in and ask you, because I want to get Matthew's question while he was in here. because He's live on Facebook. But you were just down at Jollywood Nights, kind of shifting gears here with one of the newest uh, uh, um, offerings at Walt Disney World. Where they're trying to spice things up with some new things. And I think Scott and I talked about this on Sunday night's live call-in show, which you can hear on the feed tomorrow. And Beth called in. She was at the event and gave a, a review of it. And But give us like five minutes or so of what you thought. Boots on the ground. What did yeah. Disney do well and what could they work on at this event? Yeah. So, um I know there's obviously been a lot of talk about Jollywood Nights uh, on the socials. I've been kind of reading all the reviews and, you know, even though I was there, you know, I've, I've been kind of curious to see what other people thought. Um, and, you know, I don't know if it's because I went into it with a different mindset than most other people or what, um, but I actually had a decent time um and i'm not saying that like you know because you know i'm a disney homer or anything like that like there are definitely things that need work with this event 100 i will absolutely give you that um but you know i kind of went into this event knowing and I, i hate to say this but like i went into this event knowing that a lot of times when things happen at disney solid studios when they have these events they kind of end up a little bit as a cluster. Um, so like, I, I kind of went into it knowing like, this is probably going to be um, a little chaotic and a little um, a, a little disastrous in a way. Um, so I, I think having like that mindset, I was able to enjoy my experience a little bit better because like, I knew that, that this was the first time they were doing the event. And usually when they do events like this, the first time, it doesn't run smoothly. I mean, plain and simple. I've, I've watched year after year where things like this just don't go smoothly. Um, so the, there's definitely some good things. Um, I went into it, uh, with a couple things in mind. I went into it with the intention to see the shows. Um, those were going to be my main focus, uh, for sure, because that was going to be, you know, the, the, the biggest part of the event where they were bringing out these, these shows. 
Um, the Muppet Show, or it's not really Muppets, it's, um, you know, something at holidays in Hollywood or something like that. It's kind of like a themed after a variety show. Um, that was cute. I missed the first song uh, because that I got in line for the 1045 show and I it was on me. I got in line about 1035 just because of how like, you know, going around the park ended up doing. And so they were telling us at what as we were in line and I'm telling you, we were far down Sunset Boulevard at that point. So they were telling us, you're probably not going to make this show. You're probably going to end up seeing the, t the 1145 show. And that meant that I was going to have to stand in line for another hour. I was a little upset at first about the fact of, okay, I'm going to have to waste a, an hour of this party. I knew I wanted to see the show. Luckily, we were walked in. Um, like I said, after the first song, we were able to actually get seats. And there were still quite a few seats actually behind us so uh, available. So the theater did fill up. But um, the show was really interesting. I thought it was cute. Uh, it was like a cacophony of like so many different characters, so many different things. It was just kind of a weird show they had the muppets they had mickey and minnie they had tiana singing a song that she's never sung before uh they had Belle sing a song from the christmas special so like that was it was just a weird cacophony but it was cool so they did a really good job with that um the other show that i wanted to make sure i saw uh was the what's this a uh, nightmare before christmas what's this i am not the biggest nightmare before christmas fan i'm actually not really a nightmare before christmas fan at all um, but you know, this was one of the shows and I knew I wanted to see it because it was one of the shows as part of the event. Um, we actually walked right into the first show. I was really surprised. I thought for sure that this would be one of the things that would be super hard to get into. Uh, and it was, again, it was really cool. The whole show is kind of pantomimed, uh, by the two main actors that are on stage. They did a phenomenal job. They really did tell the story. The story is weird. I'm not going to lie. It's a very, I mean, it's Nightmare Before Christmas. So Nightmare Before Christmas is weird. I say if that's, you're a what, fan, that's exactly what I was going to say. I've only seen that movie once and it is whack. I mean, it's, it's so, so weird. And point. that's why I'm not a fan of it. But <laughs> if you're a fan of the movie, you're going to love it. I have a feeling. Um, I the They have a Jack Skellington, the Jack Skellington puppet that they have for the um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. That actually comes out on stage. So you do get, and that like, my jaw dropped, you know, when I went, when he first came out. Um, and then Oogie Boogie came out and he sang a song. Um, those were like the highlights for me. I think those are the highlights for anybody that is not like, you know, a Nightmare Before Christmas fan. Uh, they did a part that had like the Sally song. I found that to be a little boring. Um, but other than that, like, I, you know, the show, if you are a Nightmare Before Christmas fan, you're going to love the show. Um, I did not really partake in the uh, problem of the night, which was the food and drinks. Um, the if you went in there hungry, you were not. You were going to be sorely disappointed. Uh, we uh, got. We were. I was looking for the Donald Duck zipper, so I got in line for the ABC commissary, um, and they did not have it there. Um, so, but the line for the commissary, I mean, it had to have been at the beginning of the party, at least 30 to 45 minutes long. That was probably just for the uh, grilled cheese, the buffalo. <laughs> well, they don't have that. It's, I'm just no, they don't have, <laughs> I'm just none of the food know, that is joking. at the party yeah. is food that's served during the day. None of it. Not a single thing. Um, the lines were exceptionally long. I know for the food stalls that were on uh, Sunset Boulevard. Because really the focus of the entire party is really Sunset and Hollywood. And that, I think, hurt it a lot because they could have spread things out a little bit more to, say, that area over by the Muppets. Yeah, um, that's what I'm thinking. 
Yeah, like they there was like, like back hardly, by there was, by te, uh, baseline tap house and kind of there, that, yeah that, they Grand, had some food at Park baseline. Or whatever. Uh, we got food at Pizza Rizzo, and I'm telling you, that was wild food, looking. That pizza with the jalapenos or whatever. It was olives, yeah, olives, whatever had, that was. Like it was interesting. If they had the food at Pizza Rizzo that that night all the time, like I go to Pizza Rizzo all the time, it was fantastic. I liked it a lot. Um, but there was nobody over there at Pizza Rosa ordering food. They were all on like Sunset at getting food there at ABC Commissary. So like everybody went there. Um, the area at Toy Story Land didn't really have anything for the party. Oh, uh, Star Wars Land was a dead zone. And That's I mean, crazy. absolutely dead. There was nobody over there. The only people that were over there were people who were trying to ride Rise, which we did end up getting to ride Rise as well. Um the i know that a lot i did not try the hollywood brown derby which i know that so many people had a problem with i know that was a, a huge issue um and i just i wasn't about to mess with that that was not anything i i needed i you know i wasn't gonna get a drink there and the food options were just like meh to me for that so i, I just skipped out on that and i'm glad i did um and then the other thing that was disappointing in a way was what they did with the the tip top soiree now the that. performers that they had there they were phenomenal they killed it they were amazing they did a great job with what they did however with that being said disney definitely billed that tip top soiree as something that it absolutely wasn't um and that was a lot of why i think a lot of people actually wanted to go to jollywood nights because they made it seem like it would be this really cool you know experience and really all it was was a bar that you went and got drinks up at and then the performers and it wasn't themed really much to tower of terror at all so i don't know whether there was a miscommunication that happened with marketing with disney planning the event whatever but something did got lost in translation there what they did was good with what they had i mean the line for the bar was ridiculous and it, i mean i think that they only had like three people serving drinks for a line that was definitely 20 to 30 minutes long. Which, which I was Scott and I talked about that. A couple things real quick, just so you can catch your breath here. One, yeah. like I think all of us as Disney fans kind of had like the picture of like, I don't know if you've seen the movie, and you'll be shocked, but I've seen this movie, The Rocketeer. Okay, okay yeah. You know, like the ballroom scene with like all the jazz. Like, I mean, it's like that era. Like, sure. I don't know if like we were picturing like it was going to look like that scene in The Rocketeer, yeah. you know, with like the, you know, all the jazz orchestra, you know, like right. 30 person orchestra and everybody's going to be, you know, looking all dapper. I don't know if that's what we expected to have. I mean, because we all dream, you know, in our mind's right. eye, that's what's going to be. It wasn't going to be that, but it, it would have been cool. But I mean, is Disney, I'm talking practical bucks here. Like, dude. 10 bartenders like i mean you're what? you're selling expensive drinks like exactly. don't just have three bartenders like there you are people are throwing so much more money, money at on you. the bartender exactly. you know, like, than you would have spent out on paying the bartenders 100 yeah. percent, dude you're paying these bartenders hardly anything just bring 10 bartenders out come on yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i think that was a problem um and then the other problem i mean I didn't meet the characters again the lines are really long for the characters um I, you know and i i you know i Phineas and Ferb are not my thing. Like, I know that a lot of what? people love them. I do love them. I'm sorry. I never saw Phineas and Ferb. So, oh, dude, like, worst that's Perry. not, that's not my thing. I wasn't going to stand in line to meet, you know, the rescue Rangers, Chip and Dale. And I wasn't going to stand in line to meet Powerline Max. I met Powerline Max during, you know, a regular day on at Hollywood studios. So like that wasn't like a, an appeal to me either. Um, and then the characters dressed up and their holiday costumes, like they, the holiday costumes were okay, but 
again, the way they did it was they rotated the characters. So every 30 minutes it was a different character. And if you were in line, you might not have got the character you were standing in line for. It's, so that's a disappointment. And I absolutely get that as well. Um, the lines for the photo pass stuff was were, were ridiculous. Um, I didn't I didn't get a single picture with my mom because the lines were just stupid for photo pass, and I wasn't about to stand in line for that. Um, I think the the fireworks were great. You know, it's jingle bell, jingle bam. Mm -hmm. So like we love that. Uh, I wish they would have moved the fireworks up a little bit. I think having them at twelve thirty is a, is a lot to ask for people to stick around for. Um, even though they're paying a lot of money for the party and you know everything like that, like I still wish they would have moved them up. And actually, I was thinking about it today, and I kind of wish they would have had the fireworks at, um, at, like as the the party was starting and the day guests were leaving. Like I feel like that would have been a good meld. You know, kind of like what they do for like the Disney After Hours. Um, they have at like the Magic Kingdom. They have the fireworks for the day guests leaving and then the party guests coming in. So I wish they kind of had done that, to be honest. Um, but, and then I wish that they had added like another piece of live entertainment. I think that that would like some sort of show, some sort of something. I think that that would have helped out a lot uh, because the, you know, the money that you paid for the event, I, I, I do think it was a lot for what you got. It wasn't, it didn't jive necessarily. I, I think that they need to do a lot of work to get the money to be equal to, this should have been probably $129, not $150 to $189. You know, so, that is so yeah. much money. And it was, it was four, a, four it hours? Was, yeah, it was four wow. hours. And actually the last hour, truthfully, the last hour, I mean, was a rain out. So guests couldn't, you know, see the characters that they wanted to because the characters were all outside. So they didn't have any like rainy day locations for them. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, I watched it in the rain. Oof, um, you know, man. so like it was that part kind of stunk as well. You know, I mean, I can't blame Disney for that. that no, you, know, you can't. But, still. you know, the, an hour of the party was kind of literally a damper was put on it because of the rain. So um, and then the other thing, like I said, I wish that they would utilize more of Hollywood Studios for this event. I think if they had done that, spread out the crowds a little bit better, you know, heck, if they had done something for, you know, Star Wars for, you know, uh, whatever, Wookiee Life Day or something like that would have been great, you know, to add that. I know it's not technically Wookiee Life Day on whatever day that days they have the party, but like even something like that would have been a, a nice, you know, thing to add to the party. So um, they definitely need to do some work to it. I'm not going to say that they don't, but I actually enjoyed my, given that I went into it with probably low expectations. And I think a lot of people went to, into it with very, very high expectations. And that's why a lot of people are are very disappointed, and not that I can blame them. Like I said, the amount of money that you that's, spent for that's this party, it. when you pay that much, you're going to have high expectations. I mean, we should that's have high expectations, yeah. but I know Disney's track record with these new new events, and that's why I guess I went into it with very low expectations. So mm -hmm. I enjoyed myself. So. I think that's a good review. I mean, it's fair. I mean, you told what they did well. I mean, Disney's going to learn. I mean, obviously, even if you're Disney, when you put on a first time event, you have to learn. You know, there's growing yeah. pains, and like Scott and I said on Sunday night. I think this was an extremely difficult, sold out, very first event because of the dynamic of the crowd, right? You have you, know you had you had a lot of people that were all fighting to be first to get it on social media. Everybody True. was on the same track. You know what I'm saying? True. Like maybe at these other parties, people will be more spread out because not everybody's trying to be first in like no, that truthfully, show and this I didn't. Show and that and show. maybe it's just me. I didn't see. I mean, I know there there were a lot of bloggers and vloggers and you know influencers and stuff like there. Like I didn't see a lot of that. Um, you know, I saw a few people, of course, and I saw some friends of ours too, you know, who were, who do that. But like, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't like, to me, it wasn't overrun 
with those, you know, that's, I, I guess I technically I am kind of one of those kinds of people, but it wasn't overrun with the, that kind of atmosphere. It was just, it was a lot of people trying to get like all the food was just in one place. They didn't even have Backlot Express open. I feel like if they had Backlot Express open to take some of the brunt of That's the, a great the, place too, because it's so it's so big. Exactly. It's, it's so big. Yeah, and they would have had so inside, many outside. Been able to spread out. Yeah. I feel like if that had at least been open and had some food options there, you know, but so many of the food options were in so many of the same places that like you just couldn't spread out and everybody congregated in the same places. So I think that that was a big problem as well. All right. Last thing on that is like the thing is Disney's a logistics company, whether you like it or not. I mean, obviously they're an entertainment company first, but they're logistics. I mean, they get people from point A to point B that, I mean, they got to get, you know, base cuts what they're doing all day, you know, like they're getting yeah. you from pop century to the magic kingdom. They're getting you, you know, to rest, they're getting food to restaurants and, I mean, they're logistics. That's exactly right. what they have to do day after day. Like with passing out credentials for a party, like they need to do better oh, at that. Oh, that was be a more, too. I know they need to be better at that. I mean, they know exactly yeah. how many tickets they sold. They know like well, they, they need to spread that out. Like you said, I mean, they got this in the park, Backlot Express. That is a great venue that is very spread out. Use it. Come on yep. now. Yeah, luckily, uh, my mom, I went with my mom. She doesn't have an annual pass. So like I kind of got lucky because we, we ended up, you know, I couldn't get her in until seven o'clock. So I wasn't one of the people who was in the park already waiting to get credentials. Uh, you know, the people that were in the park, they waited 30 minutes, 45 minutes just to get their lanyards. And that's way too much. It reminds me of the Disneyland, very right? various nights at Disneyland yep, when it took me like saying. an hour to get credentials for that first party. And there's no reason for that. Like you should have more than one place to get credentials for those kinds of parties. Absolutely. There's yeah, no reason be, they had they should have one. Like, it should be like those blue, those blue umbrellas, like for the mic, you know, boom. Yeah. It should be so actually, I'm still here by the way. <laughs> What's up, Scott? And by the way, uh, the sky G from Michigan here. I just, uh, I just freaked out everyone listening. Like, oh, <laughs> where did that guy come from? Yeah. No, what they should do is like, you should be able to go to like a like a will call booth or you know like the the guest relations like ahead of time like yeah to right. say if like my party is on the 11th and i land for my trip on the 6th yeah. on the 6th 7th 8th 9th like i should be able to go up to any of those guess, booths on my own time and get that land like ball i guess they're worried people are going to sell them which i could see that happening very well, then, then they sell them <laughs> yeah, who cares because like, you're still people do that money. with your ebay yeah, exactly stuff they, they buy the merchandise and resell it true. too like true I yeah don't know. Yeah, who yeah. cares? All right, well, good good reveal. Let's get to the next question because this is getting sorry. My I, took going. A, no, I took up a lot. No, my let's bad. go. No, that uh, was good. That was a good review. It I was. I agree. It. It's fair. It was I was just fair. playing, Ricky, because you were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot because obviously I thought about it all the drive home, um, yeah. and uh, you know, I've been re like I said, I've been reading other people's reviews, and I think a lot of people have been very hard on the event, and yeah, there are certain things that deserve to be hard. You. They deserve to be hard on but the event itself was not a complete loss like people were talking about getting refunds for the event like they went to the event and they're trying to get their money back for going or you know they're trying to get you know their tickets they have tickets for later in the year and they're trying to get it switched over to mickey's very merry christmas party you know stuff like that and like that's you know, everybody I mean, I was, that's everybody's you know prerogative you know what i'm saying exactly. like you're not gonna I, I change wasn't gonna go, like i enjoyed that. the event i had a good time i'm not gonna go try to get a refund for the party that i went to because the lines for food were 45 minutes and you know i ended up getting food i got food at a place that nobody else went to 
That's one of your unwritten rules right there, Mike. Don't yeah. don't ask for refunds for something. Yeah, don't ask for refunds. I mean, yeah, but if you if you truly feel like you're entitled to one, absolutely ask for a refund. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, you got to you got to be fair about it. So I just feel like there are some people out there, you know, we we know these people, right? They just want a refund for just because all the time. You know. Because they like, want the yeah, exactly. Anyway. All right, Erica's got a question. <laughs> Let's bail out of here. Hey, BOGP gang, I will be going to Orlando for a work conference in January. My coworker and I'll be taking a day to visit Epcot. Got like that going for work and getting to play. Sounds like Scott during COVID. Um, I uh, go to Disney every other year, but since it's my coworker's first time at Epcot, what would the strategy be for the day? I plan to purchase Genie Plus and hopefully the Lightning Lane for Guardians, along with getting in the virtual queue so we can ride twice. I'm just not sure how to plan the morning and which ride would be best to try to get first with Genie Plus. Any advice? Thanks for y'all's hard work. And I enjoy listening to the podcast every morning on my morning commute. Erica is down in Nashville. So Scott could have shared some Zaxby's last week. Uh, it would have been awesome. So, Ricky, you want to get, well, here, I'll be, you, let's let you kind of yeah, chill out. Yeah, let's talk for a little bit. It's the, fine. Rest it's the, fine. the yeah, voice, yeah, yeah. rest the chords rest the there. Voice, yeah. Yeah. Scotty G, what would you say for, uh, so they're going to try to do Guardians twice by Genie Plus, but they're going down and uh, first time the, the co-worker's ever going to be in Epcot. How would you kind of structure this one day? So I'm guessing that's why they're doing Genie Plus because it's the co-worker's time. Because like, I would, my strong opinion is like, you really don't need Genie Plus, I feel like, at Epcot necessarily, because you're going to buy those lightning lanes for the, for those two, because I believe, and Ricky can correct me if I'm wrong, Ratatouille is still, Remy, Ratatouille is still a lightning lane, or is that part yeah. of Genie Plus? Oh, no, that's Genie Plus. Okay, okay so, th okay, then yeah. then that would be a good reason to have Genie Plus. So I would almost go for, yeah. I would go for Remy's Ratatouille, or whatever it's called. I just, I got butchering. It's like, it's not like a, <laughs> it's Ratatouille, if you ever seen the movie. You, you <laughs> I know Mike wouldn't. But uh, yeah, so I would, that would be my strategy. I would go for Remy's first. I'll just call it Remy's. That's easier. Yeah, that's um, much easier. That would, that would be my strategy for sure. Because then, I mean, there's things that you could do, like like a test track later. Like you could actually even single rider that if you wanted to. Like I know you might want to hang out with your coworker, but you can save so much time doing single rider if you can't get a good time on your Genie Plus for that later in the day. Because I'm sure you're going to want to spend time in the back of the park, right? And hitting up World Showcase and showing all the amazing things back there. But um yeah, that's kind of where I would start it, Mike. What what do you think about that? I do like that. I would start that and then I would move. So what yeah, I would go with that. So as far as that, I don't know if she's starting like where she wants to kind of plan that. I would go with that on the Genie Plus, but I would be there obviously at rope drop. Now, here's the thing. If you're going for that as your first lightning lane or genie plus, where do you go at rope drop? Do you go for a do you go for a second ride? Do you go do you rope drop Remy's? I mean, is it that good? Or do you go to rope drop something like a test track in the park in the front? Or do so you, or you, do you maybe, so do you maybe rope drop, do you rope drop uh, um, Frozen Ever After? You could rope drop that. Because if you're coming from a conference, you're probably not, because I would love. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, don't I would love for them working. to take the Skyliner and start International Gateway. That's yeah, ideally where I would like them to start. But they're most likely going to be starting from the front of the yeah, park. Yeah, they probably will. Um, I think Soren is also a good spot to start, honestly, because I feel like you can kind of get on there early, and that will kind of bottleneck like later in the day. You know, like you can get to like your concourse pretty quick, but then you'll find yourself just kind of stuck there for a while. So I think early in the morning, though, Soren kind of like they kind of kind of like get the crowds going pretty quickly in there. Um, so I would actually kind of start with Soren if I'm at the front of the park. 
and then hope that my boarding group or like my time gets called soon for Ratatouille, then maybe make my way to Frozen Ever After. That might be a lightning lane that you might have to purchase too then, I'm guessing. Because I feel like there's two that you have to purchase there, right? God, man. Lightning lane? I haven't yeah. bought Genie Plus. No, there's only the one. So, so, so Frozen Ever After is part of the, the regular yes. Genie Plus? Oh, okay. Man, I am like... Yeah, I'm like, Genie so Plus. Maybe you should have put the Ricky first on this one. <laughs> well, I'm glad she knows this because I don't have it pulled up and I haven't used Genie Plus at Epcot. So, um, yeah, but I would... So, okay, if you're going to do that coming in from the front, you're right. I'd rope drop Soren. I'd probably... Okay, here's the thing. Are you going to double back and catch... Because I would do Living with the Land. But are you going to do it then, or are you going to be like, that's a sucker's bet. Don't do it then because you're burning time early in the morning. Are you going to bolt out of there and save that for later and then go straight over maybe to Norway or go to Remy? I mean, it's a lot of walking. I mean, my thought is you're going to have to exit the park at some point. I know they kind of shut that down earlier in the day sometimes, but like that could just be like on your exit plan, right? That is, could be. Is living with the land. Because like you got to do spaceship birth on the they, way they out. Do, it's weird. It's weird how they shut that part of the park down early, like at seven some nights, you know? Yeah, I, I'd say Spaceship Earth till the way out because you got to do Spaceship Earth, obviously, but that that one's going to have nobody on the way out, even though that, that's tempting early. Too, yeah, you got to do that test track. That's a tough one, man, because you could go straight. That's why over I think there. you got a single rider test track. And then the problem is like a lot of this depends on when your virtual queues are being called. That's true. Guardian. That's the whole thing for Gar guardians could totally throw you I off. Mean, that cause... actually kind of drives your plan to a certain extent. Like what? Cause I know you want to do it twice, which I highly recommend. I love the idea of doing it twice is the best attraction in Walt Disney world right now. Besides impressions of prawns. Yeah, exactly. Um, Make sure you yeah. do that. That's in the evening. <laughs> but yeah, so that's really going to drive like what you're doing. You know, when you think about it, like when those boarding groups hit, I so agree. I think we kind of have, we're kind of all over the place on this answer. I feel really bad for you and your coworker. We, we just like went all over the whole park basically. But I think we have a good solid plan with Soren and then Remy's Ratatouille as your first um, Genie Plus. Here's kind of the rule. I would look at your virtual queue for that first ride on Guardians. And if, if it looks like it's going to be early, I would stick to test track. It's kind of like your first plan of attack. So you're still up in the front of the park. But if you see like your virtual queue is not going to get called for a while, maybe go back and do uh, Frozen Ever After because you're going to have time to buy. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to be a while. But you'll probably get in there hopefully early. I don't know. It's sometimes it's luck of the draw, but we'll see. Either way, you're going to have fun. Just be. It's going to be awesome. You're going to be hanging out with your coworker at Epcot. I mean, I always say every day at Epcot is a oh, great day, and this is going to be a great. Day. Yes, it is. That's a that's a good work trip. Okay, uh, let's see here. Last question of the day comes from Abby. Hey, Mike, my husband and I are headed to Walt Disney World in January for two weeks from Ireland. Nice. We haven't been to Disney World since 2019, and we got engaged there. And now we're returning married and with our daughter, who will be nearly two years old when we go. We're staying at Pop Century, a decision heavily influenced by listening to the podcast. I like it. I have a couple of questions. Our ADR window is fast approaching and I'm looking for some advice. We have added the quick service dining plan to our package. So we're not looking to book a lot of sit down meals, but we would also love to do a character meal, preferably a breakfast with our daughter. And I'm torn between three options. Cape May Cafe, Topolino's or Garden Grill. Do you have any thoughts or recommendations? Secondly, my husband is a firefighter and we would love to visit a local fire station while we're there. Do you or any of your listeners know if there's a fire station on or near property that we can go to? Thanks so much in advance. We both love listening to the podcast every week. Abby, first of all, how cool is that? Somebody checks it out over in Ireland and congratulations mm -hmm. on not only the marriage, the baby, 
and uh, coming over to Walt Disney World. We appreciate you so very much. Thanks for listening. That, that, is, that just still blows me away. We're sitting here talking in our houses here in the States. Folks listening in Ireland. That, God, it's awesome. So first of all, you're going to have great two weeks of Pop Century, man. That's going to be sweet. You're going to be a lot of Skyliner time. That's all I got to say. Okay, so let's break down the first question, man. They're getting to the nuts and bolts of this. Cape May Cafe, Topolino's Terrace. for bre- This is breakfast or garden grill. Ricky, what say you? That's tough. I love Topolino's for breakfast, but I may say do garden grill um, so you can be in the park. Uh, and that's a great character breakfast as well. So I'm going to I'm gonna side more toward garden grill, but I love the breakfast at Topolino's. See, I'm going the opposite because they're staying two weeks. They're going to have probably plenty of park time uh, in two weeks. Now, see, this is the opposite. The Skyliner. That's yeah. a good Topolinos. point. Because, good see, point. now this is, I would have said Guard Grill for like our last guest because they only have one day at Epcot, day. right? Okay. Like, okay. being in the right. theme park is critical for that situation. They have like hours. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, you're in the theme park. Like, these people are there for two weeks. Like, so I'd say, oh, resort. This is going to be a resort one. That's why I threw that one out. But no, it's you can't go wrong. I no. I would go. It's the highest rated. Everybody raves about it. Yeah. Topolino's it Terrace for breakfast. Ever, ever, seriously, I've not had a guest that has not said this is the most. And, and, oh, it's I, an amazing breakfast. I, I think Scott's going to say. Yeah. And Scott's going to say the same. I, I've, yeah, I've just heard sure. him say so this. I feel like I got to do some studying now for the podcast because we're getting dining plan questions again. Like, I, I know. I got to like restudy and be like, what are the, the credits? Because is that a one credit for breakfast at Topolino's? Like, I'm assuming it is. Oh, you um, know what? I'll have to check. It could be sick. But you yeah. know what? I, because it, 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 you're dining at, at for dinner for sure. I don't know if they would consider breakfast. It might be two table service credits. I'll have to look. But That's yeah. why I, I got to do some homework so I can like be ready for these questions coming up. Because we're going to start getting a lot of dining. We are going to get a lot of dining Jan- questions. January 9th, baby, is the date. <laughs> I know that's the day that the dining plan returns yeah so i'm going to say if it's two credits i would pass on topolino's um if it's one credit for sure you could take the skyliner over have a slow morning that you got the two weeks it is my favorite like character outfits um and they have a heck of a old-fashioned uh, <laughs> but, but the food is fantastic the whole setup is great but if it's um if it is two credits, I would actually go to Cape May Cafe and use my one credit over there. Um, the, I love the beach. Well, they, well right if they there. don't they don't have credits because they're doing quick service dining plan. They're paying out of pocket for the table service. Plan. Oh, okay. So there you go. Well, so this, this is all out of pocket because they're on quick service plan. That's right. I for some reason I was no, thinking but they, like they said had the dining plan. So yeah, and a, yeah, yeah. And a, okay. Well, that <laughs> that answers it. I just, I just did all that. that I just saw that. Reason. I was looking at this. Yeah. Okay. It, if you're going to review the podcast, don't review the podcast based on my performance. <laughs> don't don't like, blame it. Yeah, this don't. is not my best performance. We're, we're entertainment, not uh, yeah. educational. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, then, disregard everything I said for the last <laughs> four minutes and go to Topolino's. There you go. But but I will say, though, Mike, and we would we did this breakfast uh, maybe a couple of years ago. Cape May Cafe was like a really good value, too. No. Like, it really is. Like for the for the food, the cost. The experience with those characters, you're just a boat or a walk away from the studios or Epcot afterwards. Um, you can't go wrong with Cape May either, but Topolino's is going to be my number one answer. It's such a good meal. I agree. And just have a great time, man. The, the, the thing I think that it gives you the best experience at Walt Disney is having time because you can truly relax. You're not in a hurry to do anything. You don't feel like, oh my gosh, I got to do everything at the Magic Kingdom today. You know, and like you're rushing. You're not really... 
throwing yourself into the experience. You're going to have the time because you know, well, we can come back to the Magic Kingdom and, you know, next, uh, next Tuesday. Like that's the, the one thing I always liked about my Disney vacations was when we could stay more than a week. Like if it could be like even eight days, because when I, and this is so like how my brain works when, when you used to have like Stacy on the TV and then you'd watch the PowerPoint channel, which was like channel 19, I think it was way back in the day on the cable and it would show like the slides, slide slides and then it would show like the channel that had like the seven day forecast for walt disney world and i'd be able to say like the first day or second day you're there like oh we're gonna be here through every one of those days i could like the okay. long day forecast we're still gonna be here like that made me so happy but you're gonna be there for 14 days and the second question yeah. about the fire station if anybody knows please do email Hello. me at mike at and i will let you know but i would ask at city hall at walt it, it one of it magic kingdom to see what they can do for that let them know your husband's a firefighter they may be able to make some magic there but ricky do you have a suggestion because reedy creek's there as well reedy creek is there and that was going to be what my suggestion was i don't know if they let people come in you know come over there but that is going to be my suggestion of the closest. I mean, it's mm -hmm. on property. Um, so there is the Reedy Creek Fire Department that's on property right there. So you could try, I don't know, contacting them somehow. Uh, but that's that's the one that's actually on property. And I mean, I'm sure there are ones outside of property as well that you could try to find, um, you know, Kissimmee or yeah. you know, something along those There's lines. There's lots of but, little municipalities that have the fire departments for celebration. Probably might have a fire department. Right. Celebration yeah. probably have one too. Yeah. So. I'd um, also suggest though checking out the um fire station, the fire station at fire Magic station. Kingdom. Yeah. yeah. Like like I like, learned this patches and stuff like that yeah. from yeah. different fire. Yeah. And you might be able to if you go to City Hall, then you might be able to give them a patch um and see if they can, you know, put it with the the patches at the fire station on Main Street. So mm -hmm. I don't know if they still do that, but no, I, I know that like there's a fire fire like firefighters exchange patches. So if you can from your firehouse over in Ireland, if you could bring a patch. Mm -hmm. you know they may display it you know somewhere in the magic kingdom i mean that'd be how cool would that be you can I tell know. all your people in ireland and if yeah. they ever go visit the magic kingdom and like hey don't take a closer look at there you might see something familiar yeah i mean in that station that'd be really cool you're from ireland i mean that'd be pretty i'd love to see that so who knows yeah but definitely just ask at city hall because that'd be a cool thing and also please be safe and thank you for uh, for what you do we appreciate that very much all right, so we are in. Also, real quick, uh, listener Jessica says that uh, Topolino's two table service credits for dinner, one for breakfast. So, you got yeah. the answer. I mean, <laughs> that wasn't part of the question. I just like opened <laughs> just up. So you know. I just threw it out there because I knew Jessica was going to come through with that answer because it's going to come up in the future. So thank you, Jessica, for that. Yeah. And also, Rob, listener Rob, who's tuned in on YouTube, says Reedy Creek does have cool firehouses. So, there's a couple of them, actually. As you're cruising around property, there's one like right at the intersection of Victory and Buena Vista Drive you'll see them because obviously they don't look like normal firehouses. They're very themed. They're and that one is cool. directly behind the Italy pavilion. Yep. At Epcot. Under the Skyliner. Like the Skyliner passes right over it. And there's actually one over by Saratoga Springs too. Off of. I uh, love that one. I've stayed in a room where yeah. that was like your view. Like you would get out the front door and boom, like the, you're like on that road right there. That is a really cool looking yeah. firehouse for sure. So yeah, they're, they're, you got to keep your eyes open. You'll see them. All right. So we got to get out of here, but we'll be back on Friday. Friday is going to be fun because Scott and I are huge sports fans. And like every sport has unwritten rules. Like in baseball, 
if you try to and now the unwritten rules have gone away in the last like decade baseball like you used to not steal a base when you were up by 10 you, your bait your hitter would get drilled that's how i grew up i know scott he's younger than me that's not his thing that's how i was taught like somebody steals on you the next guy's getting one and he's eating it in the ribs i mean it's just I mean, you didn't try to kill the guy you just tried to let him know what's going on so we had all these unwritten rules it was never in a rule book but that's just like that was what you did you know you hit a home run you did you dropped the bat you ran around you never threw a bat you never did a bat flip never in a rule book but those were unwritten rules rules change so what we're going to do on Friday is talk about our unwritten rules for Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line. What are some of these things that we think, you know, kind of make vacations go well, but they're not written anywhere. And our listeners shared some hot takes on uh, social media, too. So we're going to share those as well and then ask for your input. We may start, maybe we'll take these unwritten rules and write them down somewhere and make an unofficial unwritten rule guide somewhere. I don't know how that would work. Because they'd be written down. They'd be written down unwritten rules somewhere. But we'll, we'll, it'll be a fun conversation either way. So come on back on Friday. That'll be a great way to start the weekend. It could be a wild show. So don't forget, show's always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan the next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line trip. You know what to do. Just swing by the website over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link as you do that holiday shopping. Black Friday. Holy cow, is next Friday. Please just click through be our guest. Uh, no, it's amazon.com slash be our guest podcast. And thank you to our patrons. You guys are the best. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. $5 a month for the entire month. And you get BR and you get the uh, the bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every single week. So come on over. Patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Ricky a follow on the social media. She's at Ricky Nibs, R I K K I and I B S. Like you can see right there on the screen. Scott's at E-P-S-C-O-T. Epscott, I'm at BR Guest Mike. Threads, Twitter, Slash X, and Instagram. Give us a follow. We'd love to talk to you this week. All right, we'll have the live show this Sunday night again, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Give us a call. You can be on the show right away. And uh, I'm sure that'll be a fun one because you can give us your unwritten rules right there Sunday night. All right, we'll be back again on Friday. We're jumping out of here. So until then, you guys stay safe, stay healthy. And we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.